Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. You can find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archives under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our world. And that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please, join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and transform. Here's the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, Use live monthly channel. I'm your host, Leah Fortner, and I am so excited to welcome all welcome of you. Welcome to Mind, also, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk. Oh, there we go. Just one more time. <laughs> but I'm excited to welcome everybody tonight, and I'm also very thrilled that my two favorite ladies are joining me once again, the loving Dodie and our beautiful channel tonight, Laura Morante. Hi, ladies. Hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. Well. Um, here we are in our sacred space. It's the last Friday of every month, uh, today, April 25th, and we are going to share whatever spirit brings through for us, and I'm looking forward to whatever message arrives, because it's always so divine. I just wanted to share with everybody, uh, we do have actually a few local public events coming on our schedule. It seems that Laura is actually very busy these days. So let me give you a brief summary of some of the upcoming events. If you are here local in Florida, South Florida, or you're visiting, please feel welcome to join us for the experience of an in-person live channel. And you can make it a little bit more personal at these events because you have the chance to ask questions, interact with Laura one-on-one, and it's really a beautiful experience. So we have first on April 29th at 6.30 p.m. at the Pompano Beach Civic Center. Laura will be channeling there live. So if you're interested for any of these events that I'm going to mention, if you just look on your home screen for the broadcast, you'll see links to Laura's home page. And listed on her home page, you'll find a way to contact her to get the information that you need to make sure you can make it. So her next event after Pompano Beach on April 29th would be May 8th at 7.30 p.m. at the Red Tent, which is a really beautiful women's center. And after that, she is also channeling live May 9th, 
7.30 p.m. at Namaste Nails and New Age Salon, and that's in Pompano Beach. And the red tent, I'm sorry, was in Boca Raton. So if, like I said, if you wanted to get more details and attend to experience what we do tonight live and in person, just follow her contact information, and we'd be happy to share all of that with you. Uh, otherwise, I did want to mention that Laura and I were able to do something really cool since the last time we met with you last month on the last Friday. We hosted a live event together at Beach A of Palm Beach, and that's Palm Beach, Florida. And Beach A is a gorgeous Italian restaurant that was cool enough to give us the entire back of their restaurant and create a really cool eclectic, comfortable, cozy environment where you could come and have dinner with your friends and mingle and really just experience a great group of people in the conscious world. And after a little bit of socializing and dining and whining, if you please, we were able to take over, jump on the mic, and do a live channel. It was, like always, so divine and really wonderful messages came through and then we were able to interact with the guests who asked personal questions and every person really left feeling like they received a divine message and it was a beautiful experience and something fun and exciting and new for us. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, we welcome you to contact us. We are always available to do personal events for you and your friends or your family members and do live channels and more one-on-one interaction than we're able to do on broadcasts like tonight because tonight is usually directed to a lot of people that tune in. And although we all have a divine thread to tune in together, it's also nice to get your personal tidbits and information linked in. So contact us if it sounds like something fun you want to do. Other than that, I really think that's all the information I'm going to share with you tonight before we take some time to zen out and get cozy in our spots, wherever we are, and let Dodie take over with her loving, gentle meditations that she does so well at. So we can all connect, tune in, and get ready for the spontaneous message coming through our channel tonight, Laura Morante. So Dodie, would you like to take over for us now? Thank you, Leah. Yes, thank you. So I invite okay, everybody cool. who's listening, so everyone who's listening this evening or who will listen, to take a moment now and find comfortable seating and just take a deep breath in through your nose, filling your belly, expanding your chest, opening the heart, and then release that breath. And as you do, invite your eyes to close and continue with a few deep beautiful breaths in breathing into the belly expanding the lungs opening the chest opening the heart center and then letting that breath roll on out and begin begin to bring an image of the ocean moving in and out against the shore into your mind so that as you breathe that breath in You pull the wave into the shore, breathing that breath in deeply into the belly and the chest. And then as you let that breath go, watch that wave just recede into the body of the ocean. Breathing in. Breathe in the energy of the sea. 
its depth, its life force, its beauty. Breathing out, you let that breath, that life force return to the sea. Breathing in, feel yourself pulling more and more of that energy towards you. And breathing out, feel yourself becoming one, becoming more, becoming part of that great sea of energy, of life force. See the waves just rolling into the shore, rolling back out again. And for a moment, visualize yourself standing there, knee-deep perhaps, waist-deep, as the waves roll in and the waves roll out. Feel how it feels to stand there, to hold against the waves. Feel the resistance, breathing in, breathing out. Feel the strength that's needed to resist. Breathing in. Breathing out and now just let go. Let go. Breathing in. Letting the wave carry you. Breathing out. Letting the wave draw you back in. Allow yourself to just move. Move with the pulse and the breath of the ocean without resistance, without thought, just allowing, breathing in and breathing out, allowing the energy to take you, allowing it to move you, becoming one with it. Totally letting go. Notice this feeling of just letting go and allow this to carry you for these next minutes, this next hour. Just letting go, opening up, becoming one with the energy. Thank you, Laura. Over to you, dear one. Okay. We engage you now as a collection of souls, a collection of souls in spirit. And we engage you as a collection of souls, a collection of souls in human form. Keep this image in your mind that that is what we are. Souls communicating with souls, not ghosts talking to people, (laughs) but rather a spiritual communication that goes so much deeper than any logical interpretation could possibly go. It's important to hold that image as you receive this information we're ingrained in the information is the energy, the energy that can touch you, the energy that can move something significant inside of you, 
the energy that can assist you in releasing yourself from stagnant belief systems and interpretations of life that limit your ability to know your true power, your true potential. For this is what we come together for. This is why we create these kind of experiences so that souls here in spirit can maneuver through the energy and assist you in realigning with your truth. But do not look at it as if you have moved away from your truth, as if you had done something wrong, as if you have been living a lie. We do not mean to imply it in this way, for the human mind will take that and begin to feel judged and will begin to judge itself. And that is not what we inspire here. We inspire a recognition of who you are as the soul that you are so that you may feel entitled to be who you know yourself to be. It's an important concept for the human mind to begin to integrate, for as you have been born into this world, you have forgotten who you are as the divine energy of spirit and truth that you are. And it is when you reach out, when you reach out beyond the norm, beyond what is logical, what is practically acceptable. It is then that you engage an aspect of you that is inherently looking to administer this truth to you. And that aspect of you is you. It's the aspect of you that remains in spirit. As the other aspects of you engage this physical world, You understand who you are as the human being that you are. You understand that you have your physical body. You understand that you have your mind. You understand how your emotions affect who you become. And now we ask you to stretch beyond that, to stretch into the energy that you are and realize how much a part of this experience it is, that part of you that you can't see, that you can't touch, that you can't identify through your five senses. It's the aspect of you that needs the faith to understand it, that needs the faith to benefit from it, that needs the faith to interact in a way that allows your truth to flow into this experience. And when we refer to truth, we refer to it as the energy that you are, this energy that is so untouchable. We ask that you begin to identify those moments in your experience where you recognize when your soul is reaching out to you, when your higher self is giving you a sense of direction. We mention this often for we understand how important it is for the logical mind to grasp a concept in order for the human being to allow it to be a part of its experience. 
This truth has been proven over and over and over and over throughout history that someone must bring in a concept and create it in a material fashion so others can begin to believe it exists. That there must be some point where the spiritual energy and the physical world come together. And this is the point that we are at as a collective. This is the point humanity has reached, that pinnacle of our human experience, where we allowed ourselves the unique opportunity to forget how brilliant and divine we truly are so that we can engage and embrace this physical experience as if it was all there was to who we are. And we've accomplished that. By all means, we have more than accomplished that goal, haven't we? To the extent where it has become difficult to believe that we are anything more than a human being. Where it's become difficult to believe that that aspect of us that is in spirit has anything to do with this life that we are living. It is almost as if the human being believes it accumulates his experiences and then dumps it on the soul once it leaves the physical body. And that simply is not our truth. The soul itself is integrating each experience in every moment of the experience. The soul itself is bringing the experience forward for the human to recognize, for the human to engage, for the human to be given choice and opportunity to be in this world what it is inclined to be according to the culmination of all aspects of its beingness. Ah, but you see, if the human being itself, if the logical aspect of the human being doesn't recognize its soul, doesn't acknowledge this divine energy within its own beingness, then how is it to come together with it? Then how is it to benefit from it? Then how is it to realize that that is who you truly are. And so we've created a time in history that is that is that is for the awakening, that is for the opening of the logical mind to these concepts, to these concepts that were once so inherent in our perception of who we were that we would not have moved in this world had we not felt inspiration from the soul. And it is what we look to engage once again, a life defined by spirit, a movement agreed upon by the body, the mind, and the soul. You all know what we're speaking of. You all experience that inner, inner struggle Those of you that are in the midst of conflict can 
conflict can tell you how difficult it is to follow the heart when the mind comes up with all the reasons why not. Those of you that are comfortable in life find it difficult to honor the heart when it inspires you to shift into something new, into something unknown. For why would you when you're comfortable in your life? Comfortable in the status quo, comfortable with the routine you've created, comfortable with the identity you use to move through your day with a sense of accomplishment. It is what the human mind yearns for, that sense of accomplishment in life. But as the soul, it's always about the experience. It's always about how we perceive who we are in the midst of the experience. For that is how we discover our truth. That is how we uncover this connection we have to a divine aspect of who we are that exists beyond our physical recognition. It is time, dear ones, it is time to be a part of this collective effort to shift out of the stagnating ways of the current structured interpretation of life that the logical mind feels it needs to feel secure in who it thinks it is. It's important to hear these words important to realize just how often you feel a sense of knowing that surfaces from an aspect of you outside of your logical mind. It's important for you to see what it is your logical mind does with that sense of knowing. For when you watch this, when you observe this, you are observing the way your humanness communes and communicates with your soul. You must ask yourself, if I am this soul, and this soul is limitless, this soul is everlasting, then isn't that the part of me that I want to honor in this life? Isn't that the aspect of me that understands who I am, why I am experiencing this life in the way that I am and who I came to be. It's the purpose of all life experience. Regardless of what you'll interpret it to be, beneath the surface of every experience is this underlying truth that all experience is an illusion created by the soul for the journey of self-discovery. It brings to the human being's awareness 
Now, of course, many of you recognize this. Many of you here this evening have accumulated enough experience to see the benefits of all experience, not just the good ones, but even the most challenging ones. Your mind may want to focus still on the difficulties of the challenge you experience, but when you can pull yourself away from that, when you begin to see beyond the difficulty and the challenging experiences, you begin to allow yourself to integrate the higher awareness that is available to you because of your willingness to shift the way you you are perceiving the experience. It's at this moment when you choose to invite in the higher awareness that you begin that journey that we speak of, that you begin to ask your soul what it is looking to teach you, what it is looking to experience, and how you can move and how you can maneuver through the experience with ease. Now, that does not mean that once you connect with your soul, life gets easy. It just means that these challenges don't seem so daunting any longer. They don't seem so all-consuming. They begin to be perceived as steps on a journey. Some are more difficult steps to take, most certainly. But in the expansive awareness available to you, you will begin to see your challenges as opportunities to grow beyond the limitations of the current human states of perception you are using to interpret your experience. And that, dear friends, is how you find that state of inner peace that you are all searching for. That is how you begin to feel fulfilled. So many of you feel empty inside and think, well, it must be my partner. It must be the relationship I am in or the relationship I am not in. So often we look to others in our lives or our external experiences to fill this void we feel inside. When all along, that empty space within you is where you connect with your soul is where you allow your soul to be a part of this experience. So if you are feeling emptiness, turn inwards and ask your soul to fill that space with awareness, to fill it with the sense of oneness, and to allow you to realize that you are perfect, whole, and complete in and of yourself. All right, Leah. Okay. So as I'm listening to this, it's it's definitely a lot to really take in as they talk about specific processes that we experience, you know, in our human form as the soul trickles down into us, basically. So I just wanted to take a second to kind of break it down in layman's terms, perhaps, but it mentioned the channel as it was coming through that our truth is reaching out to us, which 
perhaps we see as our soul continually connecting to us and giving its guidance. Uh, I just want to say oftentimes we may hear this as a voice of intuition or in the bottom of our gut something kind of wrenching at us that there could be another way. And I think so often, which they talked about a little bit, how the logical mind reacts to all of this, that we will find our minds reacting to this intuition or the tugging of our gut or these truths, the bits and pieces of truth that are coming through. We hear our mind, and these are some of the things you might hear. Not now. This is not realistic. Wouldn't that be nice? But that's not the way life is. Or Mm -hmm. maybe later, because I have this to do first. Right? So I just want to break it down into, like, when you're experiencing thoughts along those lines, those are the moments where – that you're talking about where the way we're perceiving something is creating this experience is blocking our truth. So if you bring awareness to your mind in those moments of, well, I'm realistic, because I hear that all the time when I talk about the spiritual way of living and people are like, well, that's not realistic. I'm being realistic. This is the way life is. This is the way life is, right? That sums it up so clear as day. The mind blocking the truth, right? So you also mentioned in the channel that we want to stay where we're comfortable. And I also want to address that in another way, that maybe that comfortable feeling we have is within the mind of what we see as realistic, right? So everything outside of what's realistic for us is unrealistic and not so comfortable. And I think this is a very common space for almost every person (laughs) experiencing life right now. And I just wanted to address that and break it down a little bit and maybe see if we could get a little feedback if I addressed it a little bit more directly when we go into those thoughts of, well, I'm the realistic one here and I don't have time for that right now because that's not the way way life is. And if you wanted to maybe see if we can channel something Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. there, Laura. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You are aware, dear Leah, of how the mind works and how the human ego, excuse me, the human ego will defend its interpretation of who it needs to be. And you are also aware of how persistent effort at shifting the ego's interpretation of who it needs to be does create an opening. So it is up to the human being. They must feel inspired in this direction they must be inclined to want to see if there is something more they can make of their life and you realize that that is where people need to be pushed to not all and not in every circumstance but the majority of the human beings on the earth in this moment are asking for that big push in this direction and in the case of this physical world experience it does take a rattling of the foundation that the human being relies on so heavily and so it occurs individually as well as well as collectively where individually people are experiencing shifts in their lives that they are not calling in intellectually they are feeling as if the life that they knew 
that they were trying to hold on to so tightly is no longer really available to them. And although they are giving their energy and effort over to sustaining the status quo, change is inevitable. Shifting is inevitable. Transition is inevitable. It is as if hmm, we as a species have learned nothing from the previous generations where we have seen over and over again how the egotistically defined society believes that they have mastered the human experience and defined the way of living that should be handed down to all future generations. And yet we have seen civilization after civilization crumble under the unyielding efforts of this ego. And so we are coming to a state of being that asks us if we are willing to make the change ourselves as the human beings we are, if we are willing to tap into the energy of spirit, of our souls, through our individual souls, and allow our humanness to be portals for this new creative intention for the human experience. Now, did we simplify what we were saying? No. We believe we've just expanded on the concept. (laughs) But we do like the way you approach this idea that the human beings that listen to these ideas do find themselves struggling with with that inner sense that if this is the way life is now, they must comply. And isn't that what we're taught? Isn't that what we are told from the minute we are able to learn that we must comply? We must give in to what is and redefine who we are accordingly. And yet that is not who we are as the souls that we are. But it is unfathomable for the human mind in this current structured civilization to believe that we can exist here, that we could coexist with complete freedom. Why is it that the thought of this idealistic way of living brings the body, mind, and ego to an interpretation that says it will be chaos that if all souls are allowed to be who they know themselves to be, chaos would most certainly ensue. When in our truth, in the deepest aspects of our soul, all souls truly want is to peacefully express the love they came to be, the joy they came to engage, and the truth they came to define through their experience. The rest of it has come from the distorted state of perception that the insistence in complying with this current structure brings about. 
if you are born into this world as this free, open, creative, divine energy, and you are told that you are not, and you are told that you must dumb dumb your brilliance down so that you don't stand out, so that you fit in, so that you comply with the status quo. Well, dear friends, you can see how the inner struggle begins from the moment you are told to sit still when you feel like running or to run when you feel like sitting still. You begin that inner struggle that is defined by the battle between the desire of the human being, the body, mind, and ego to be accepted, and the desire of the soul to be free. So what we look to create in this moment, in this shift in our collective consciousness, in this transitional moment in history is a society that freely accepts our individual expression of truth and creativity, a society that honors our soul's intentions in every moment. Ah, but how can we imagine this? when we are still stuck on the idea that we are spiritual energy and not this physical being? How can we possibly embrace each other's individuality, each other's unique expression of divinity if we ourselves do not fully embrace the idea that we are divine? And so we bring you back to that point that it all starts with you. With you making the effort to connect with your soul in a way that allows you to be that soul. Where you no longer feel that you need to connect with it, but you are that soul experiencing life through this physical persona. For once you bring yourself to that state of awareness then you've aligned with your truth and others will feel it and others that are aligning with their truth will be attracted to that energy and when you come together with others with that same intention you create a wave of awareness that eventually hits another wave of awareness created by more souls feeling their connectedness, then this will create that shift in the collective consciousness that will inspire in each human being the desire to reach beyond the limitations of their current perceived identity 
to allow their true divinity to flow into this experience. And then, my friends, you begin to embrace the uniqueness of those you interact with, even if they challenge you. You embrace the challenge as divine. And you honor that soul for being willing to challenge you in a way that allows you to find a state of acceptance that redefines how you move about this earth. Hmm. So, Laura, as I'm listening to this, Um, the terms that they're using right now where it just mentions that a lot of us are holding on tightly to the way that we think things need to be, but there's shifts that are coming through. And when you feel these shifts coming through, it's almost like when things are meant to be, they fall together. If you start to feel a resistance or a struggle in a certain direction, it's almost like an intuitive gauge of, okay, is this the direction for me or is this not the direction for me? And it really, like, address these shifts that come through in our lives. And also the battle between a state of acceptance and our soul being free and how if we work with these waves of awareness, that it'll then wave into other groups of people in their consciousness. But it just makes me think, and uh, just to let everybody know, right before we start the broadcast, myself or Dodie, Laura, and I all get on the line together and just tune in with each other and see where maybe we're all feeling for the show. And it's so interesting to me because when Dodie got on the line tonight, the first thing she said is that she had a vision of the ocean and how things move in waves, which the channel directly addressed by saying these waves of awareness and waves of emotions and waves of changes and everything really in life moves in these waves of energies. And she said something that was so beautiful to me and that she actually addressed in her meditation was the difference of really surrendering into the wave as, as you go with shifts and trying to stand up against them. And I think that's what I was trying to say between the the feeling of that resistance, like you're standing up against waves and you're surrendering to the movement of them, which was so intuitive of Dodie, which oftentimes happens in this reality, right? <laughs> but I just wanted to address that because maybe we can, like, you know, take that as a beautiful practice to when we feel those resistance or those moments, we can think of that, of the waves of life and how they come and, and working with that, energy of surrendering to the waves that come into our lives, whether they be emotions and we don't hold on to them and fight them or maybe shifts in our career, shifts in our relationships or whatever it can be. And we learn to surrender to the waves and the ocean, um, which Dodie is so beautifully addressed in our meditation. And I wanted to bring that up uh, for the channel, Lauren, and see if you mm-hmm. wanted to address that. Yes, dear Leah, it is an astute observation, but what you will come up against is that body, mind, and ego interpretation that says "Hmm." it is difficult to discern. How do I know? How do I know Hmm. when the resistance I feel is 
my soul's way of asking me to redirect or if it is a challenge I am to learn from, if it is a challenge I am to move through with complete and utter awareness. And this certainly is a difficult engagement if you rely heavily on your logical mind to direct your experience. And as you know, that is the way the human being is working in this moment. And this is an aspect of the human experience that those that are unwilling to evolve beyond are holding on to, that they rely so heavily on their logical mind that they cannot logically grasp this concept that it is possible to create in this world from a state of awareness beyond logic. And so we will address the first issue being this idea of discernment. It is much easier for an intuitive, open-minded individual to discern between an inspiration and a fear-based thought. But in truth, all it takes is the effort at self-awareness. It is an observation that need nothing more than your willingness to see how you perceive life, how you integrate your experiences, and where your choices and decisions are made. Are they made in the mind as a result of a logical interpretation of your experience? Or do you go to the heart and see how you feel? And that's difficult, again, for the human being because so often we feel through our thoughts. We think about things, and then we think about the thoughts that we have about our experience. And we attach an emotion to that thought. And then we think that's how we feel about our experience. But if we could cut to the chase, if we could go to the feeling part of who we are before we do the thinking of it, before we intellectualize it, then we can truly isolate the feeling sense of our spiritual interpretation of how we, as the human being that we are, moved through the experience. That's what you're looking to experience, that sense that says, yes, I am aligned with my soul in this moment even if it doesn't feel so good to my humanness, I can sense the alignment with my spiritual pursuit. Ha, but a logically driven individual is not going to be putting much value on the spiritual pursuit now, are they? 
So then it comes down to what do you value in life? Do you have to be at the end of your rope, so to speak, to realize that life, I'm sorry, that there is more to life than the accumulation of material goods? That there is more to life than some meaningless illusion of power that you have in any given position in this society. There is more to you than you allow yourself to see because of the way you prioritize what is important in this experience. Shift your priorities, dear ones, and your life will shift right along with it. But if you are having difficulty in your career, and if you are searching for another position in the same career that has given you difficulty and you are finding it difficult to find another position in the same career, what will it take for you to say, well, maybe... Just maybe I should try a different career. Oh, the fear. Oh, how the fear surfaces at that very thought that I have given my energy and effort and life over to this career, to this life path that I created for me in my mind through my experience. The idea of just letting that go and starting over, well, it's terrifying terrifying for the average human being at any stage of the game. But it's the most freeing inclination a human being can have for the soul. But what does it take to get there? What experience do you need to have to begin to realize how important it is to recognize what it is you are giving your energy over to and how that effort affects who you are, of where it adds value to your experience. If you use your mind to interpret it all, you will be consistently reminding yourself of what it is this life as it is right now in this moment expects of you. And then you try to live up to that. You try to fill that position, if you will. And yet the harder you try, especially now, in these times of great change, the harder you try to fit into something that your soul no longer wants to engage, the more intense the resistance will manifest. The more uncomfortable you will become in these efforts that you make to sustain the status quo. All right, Leah, did they answer your question? <laughs> they tend to answer my question and then some every time. <laughs> it's almost like my one question 
end up being five questions, and I'm like, oh, well, that was awesome. <laughs> but right? I absolutely love when you said if you shift your priorities, then you shift your life. I mean, I literally found myself fist pumping. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> woo, you know, like that pumped me up. Like it really did to shift your priorities. You shift your life. And something else that came through that I thought was very important to acknowledge was when they were answering my question, they said it's really a practice of self-awareness. As you work with identifying where your thoughts are coming from, where your emotions are coming from, and working with it, there's no sugar-coated answer or direct way to know, you know what, this is resisting because it's not my divine path or this is a challenge that's going to allow me to grow and just learning the different emotions and the different thoughts and are they coming from fear? Are they coming from truth? Are they coming from my heart? Are they coming from doubt? And to just, it's really practicing a self-awareness and learning through every experience where they're stemming from. And as you do that, you start to connect with yourself more and more to know what exactly they're coming from. And I think that it was so beautiful that they said that so clearly, that it is a practice of self-awareness and that you'll learn as you go. Mm -hmm. And Laura? Yeah. I I just... um, I want to make mention of something... It was very early in the channel, but I keep coming back to it because I, I feel like it's so empowering. And that's that piece when they said, you know, if you're, when you're in the middle of all this stuff that's going on and it, and it almost makes you feel empty, you know, there's like an emptiness inside. To go in there, just go into that emptiness. Just turn right inside into that emptiness and ask your soul what it is it wants you to look at to pay attention to or to experience here. And to me, that's so very empowering because it's so easy for the human being. We've all done it, I think, at times where you just look up at the sky and kind of go, come on already. What, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what, as if you're asking outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's so empowering to remind yourself that it is the divine you, that part of you that is one with all the energy, you know, that part of you that, you know, using that analogy of the ocean that is just blended right back into that energy source, that body of energy, and know that it's you that is asking you to go deeper, look more clearly, experience, feel, you know, go bravely forth, whatever it is in the moment. It's very empowering, and I I find it very freeing to remind myself of that. It brings so many things back into my own hands, my own heart, just to say, okay, so my soul is asking me to experience this. Let let me try to feel that and and feel where that takes me. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, they want to channel on that, okay? You are touching on something that all human beings experience at some point or another where they feel that sense of doing this alone, of being here as the human beings that they are all alone in this life. 
as if there is no one there to support them. And in your words, you referenced looking up for some kind of sign, for some kind of sense of support. And even this, dear Dodie, is astute, for it does bring through you or through your logical mind the idea that there may be something divine out there that can assist you. Even in your condemning of spirit's inability to assist you in the moment, you are recognizing that there is such a thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You are bringing to your conscious awareness the idea that somewhere inside of you, you know that there is something divine that can assist you. And so, of course, you look outside of yourself because who here in human form can fully embrace this idea that they are divine, divine enough to know everything they need to know in every moment. Hmm. That is your challenge, dear ones, as you move about the earth plane, to know this about you, to know that you know all that you need to know, that it is all available to you through your connection with your own soul, through this space within you that is perceived as empty. You want to see it as filled with the energy of truth at all times, but it is that truth that can't be seen and seen with the physical eyes, heard, with the ears or known with the logical mind. It is the ethereal truth of who you are and it is forever in your awareness. This human experience has just created the illusion of separateness and your willingness to observe how you move about the earth plane, and interact with other human beings is the key to finding your way back to that truth and to allowing it to flow through your experience. It is your willingness to know that this is who you are beneath the surface illusion you are representing as. And your purpose here in this life is to uncover this truth by any means you feel appropriate in the moment. Recognize that your soul is always giving you signs, always giving you signals, always giving you insights. It is always up to you, the human being, whether you embrace them and allow them to affect your journey. It is time for you to realize that it is time to live by the inspirations of your souls. But it is your choice. This is an experience governed by free will. So it is up to you each individually how far you will take this illusion, how long it will take you to get back to your truth, and how willing you are to let go of what you think you are so you can know who you truly are. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Laura. 
as always, it was an amazing experience of divine connection, and I'm so grateful to share this space with both of you. So thank you so much for being here, and thank you to everybody else who tuned in tonight or who's going to tune in in the future. We will be here same time, same place next month on May 30th, so tune in with us again. Thank you, everyone, and have a lovely evening. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Leah. Good night. Thanks.